You are now listening to The Lance Curve Show, the boldest spot on internet radio. My name is Jackie, and I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. Wow. Welcome, Jackie. Hi. Yes, and I'm a T.I., and um, I've been trying to call uh, to try to uh, find out how to get support and um, to find out other people's um testimonies about what happened to them and um it's just been crazy i'm I'm being um i'm having just so much stuff bombarded at me all at once and it just it just it's really kind of hard how how long has it been going on i mean it's been going now that i look back i think it's been going on for about three years but Right now, um, I can tell that it's really been going on for about a, a year really strong because I would see people watching me and following me to the grocery store and different places and stuff like that. But here uh, recently, I started telling friends and family about what was going on. And uh, I think a lot of it is coming from the church uh, where my husband and I chose to join. At the time, we didn't know. Um, that the church was going to be that way. Um, I um, had got sick and um, uh, I had breast cancer, but I'm, I'm healed now. I'm cured from the breast cancer. But some of the people were really mean, and I re- thank you, and I reported them. And it just seems like ever since that happened, that's when the targeting really got bad. Um, they follow me. Uh, to the doctor, they're riding down on the elevator. Uh, they spread rumors about me uh, in the community. I don't know what they're saying, but it must be really bad because, um, you know, people are in the neighborhood or um, following me and my husband to the grocery store, to everywhere we go that we're being followed. And I think it's mostly directed at me more so than him. Uh, especially at first, but now I can see if he goes somewhere and he pulls out of the driveway and I'm sitting um, and looking out the window, they'll wait for about a couple of minutes and then they'll they'll still follow him. But he doesn't seem to think that it's that serious. Um, you know, he, 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 he's like he, he's got his head in, in the sand and he, he can't really see the danger of uh, what's going on, and um, they look at you like they want to kill you. You know, these people, they give you, they toss carts at me at the grocery store. Um, They get in line, and they hold the line up. You know, they, uh, they, uh, they moved, somebody moved in next door, and um, they, the most of them are foreigners, and um, I remember seeing some of them at the hospital when I was in the hospital. And, um, and then when I came home, and um, it just seemed like it's just all starting to add up now that maybe some of the people knew one another. And, you know, it's like they have a some kind of vendetta against me. And I hear that you're put on a list. You're called a whistleblower if you tell on somebody. And um, I think that's what they're saying that I am. 
um, supposed to be a whistleblower because I told on someone for mistreating me. So, well, do you think um, they're trying to break you up and get a hold of um, money from you? I, I, that's a goal, too, especially when it's a church. You know, sometimes these churches will target you as a couple so that you have some finances that they can gain if you both break up, you know. I'm thinking that um, some of the people at the church um, are believing whatever this is they're saying about me, and they really think it's true that I'm this bad, terrible person because I've only been going there about a year, and um, you know they sit behind me in the church. They're wearing red shirts. Um, they have their cell phones on like they're recording the church music, but they're not really. They're trying to take pictures. They run up and take pictures of me, different places where I'm at. I started wearing, trying to wear sunglasses, you know, and, and um, they follow me in cars with um, stocking hats on. And I take my phone everywhere and I record them. I have so many recordings of them following me different places. We even went out of uh, town in Michigan to a funeral, and they followed us all the way to Michigan. I could see the people in the cars following us. And when we got to the church, they were already there. And I'm like, how did they know we were going to be here? They were actually sitting in the church when we got to the funeral. And it's like they don't care that you're going through mourning or anything like that. It's because... Um, I've heard other TIs say when I'm watching them uh, on YouTube that um, they don't care about your emotions because they want you gone. You know, they don't care about what's going on with you. I mean, they, they if, you, if you're on this list, you know, you're on it and they want you gone. They want to make your life miserable, and that's what they do. Um, sometimes I don't even go out my house. I stay home. Because I know that if I leave out the house, I have to get myself strengthened up for days just to go out because, you know, they're bumping into me, um, you know, just doing all kinds of rude stuff, giving me the finger, cussing at me, you know, out the car. Um, And I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? I'm still not understanding exactly why this is happening to me. Um, and then I, I, I that's a lot I of effort. Somebody, also, yeah, they have uh, somebody it's a lot told of effort. me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like me thinking, am I that important? I'm not saying you're not, but it's like, well, what's the end result? Because they could obviously take you out anytime they want, but it's like they just want to see you fry and it derives some kind of. Uh, satisfaction from seeing you harassed and frustrated? Well, the, um, some of the people um, have been harassing me, and um, they're foreigners. And um, I put a note on the door, and I told them, I said, please stop harassing me because I will report you to the police. And um, it seems like when I put that note on the door and told them to stop harassing me, it's like they, it got ten times worse. The harassment did, um, and now it seems like uh, so many people 
and I'm not I'm not saying this because I'm a racist or anything. I have all kinds of uh, people in my family. It's just that it seems like for some reason um, they're targeting at me like they think I have a problem with. I just said I just asked them to please stop harassing me. Um, that's all I did, and then. I said, well, maybe if I knocked on the door and I went over there and I asked the lady, I said, did I do something to offend you or whatever? And I said, if I did something to offend you, I really didn't mean to or whatever. And she said, okay, everything was fine. And and um, it got worse. <laughs> it got even worse. Wow. So, so I mean, I've tried everything. So um, I was talking to a friend about it, and my friend said it doesn't really have anything to do with that. It's just that you said something. Some of these people, you know, if you say anything to them, they consider it to be a slap in the face, and, you know, they want they, they want to get even with you. And so that's why they're doing um, all this stuff. And at first, when I started telling family and friends, they were, oh, you know, you're just making that stuff up. It's not that bad. And and till I started to see them, like when we're out eating or something, and I would say, did you see that guy? That's the same guy that was following us when we were, you know, at the other place we were at. And then he was like, sure is. Oh, I'm beginning to believe what you're saying is true. <laughs> You know, these people are so bold. They will, the same person sometimes will follow you, you know, from place to place to place. They'll sit in the car with the car running, you know, and just sit and peer at you. Um, I go to the hospital to visit people. I see them walking around in the hospital. I mean, this stuff is crazy. It's Absolutely. Just, I mean, I'm still, you know, trying to figure out, um, you know, what exactly I did. But I hear so many TIs say, you haven't done anything. They just put your name on a list and, you know, you, you're you're going to be uh, harassed and you're going to be stalked. And that's all it is to, to it. And there's nothing you can do about it. And they say, once you're on it, you're going to be on it for life. So, I mean, it, it's it's really crazy, and um, I I took a a, a um, video on my phone of the funeral, and I turned around in back of me, and I saw one of the ladies to go to the church because it's kind of a big church. I'm like, how did she get all the way up here, um, in Detroit? <laughs> Um, and they want you, it's like they want me to see what's going on because they, they say, well, you know, you can't do anything about it. You know, we want we we want to make uh, people think you're crazy. We, we know you see us, but nobody's going to believe you. And I'm told that they get the money from some kind of funding that has something to do with the, some kind of core uh, um neighborhood watch or one of these places where somebody in the neighborhood can complain against you. 
and uh, they get yeah, the but it's got to be and, something organized. You know what I mean? It can't be just something random for them to go on like that. Put that much effort in. You know that that takes yeah. money and, and communication, and you know it, yeah, it's, it's a good. strange, strange thing. I guess the goal is to have yeah. you go to the crazy house. Wow. Yeah, um, I'm told it's called organized community gang stalking, and uh, someone you know, who has uh, uh, some kind of authority, um, puts your name on it, on the list, and uh, you're, you're, from the time your name is put on the list, you're stopped. And maybe the doctor who I um, complained to, maybe he have he, he may have gotten into trouble. I don't know. I, or the, the people next door, maybe there's some kin or it's some kind of connection. Right. So, um, I, 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 I'm still trying to figure out, you know, exactly um, what they expect to do, uh, what they think they're going to do, or um, or try to do. But I'm a very um, religious person, so I pray a lot and uh, right. prayer keeps me uh, you know, prayer keeps me going. And um I really don't wanna really be at that church, but my husband likes it and likes the church and you know, he's gotten used to being there. But but, but let me ask you, if if he sees all that you go through and you both are together, you know, most of the time or lots of the time, he, he's going through it too. So how could he like the church when he knows that the church has a lot to do with the activities going me, on? He tells me, I'm not going to let anybody stop me from from doing what I want to do. You know, the Bible says you're going to have persecution, you know, and, you know, uh, that's just part of the persecution that you're going to go through. Everybody's not like that, you know. It's not, but I'm told that when this happens, it has to be sanctioned by the the top. And I'm and I'm I'm believing that the top. We had a meeting and went and talked to the pastor and told the pastor what was going on. He told me, "Don't worry about it. No weapon is formed against me. It's going to prosper." And I was like, "Well, to me, he's he's telling me that he knows what's going on by saying that. He didn't say." You know anything about? Um, well, he did say, you know, if you have problems, uh, contact security. But instead of security watching to help me, it looks like security is watching me to make sure I don't <laughs> say anything or do anything. You know, they don't seem like they're really there to to um, to help me when I'm there. And like exactly. if I I get up out of if I get no. up and go out of my yes. No, no, I was saying, you know, I wouldn't suggest that you do this, but my thing is, what would happen if, not necessarily you, but people who are in the same similar situation, what would happen if they decided to not call security, not call the police and and, and start picking these people off one by one? Now the authorities would pop up and you'd be the bad person. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can only take for so much. I, and like I said, I've always thought about those situations because I've sp- spoken to a lot of people who are TIs, you know, and, and I always thought to myself, well, what do they want you to do? 
that they want you to start now. I, you're following me, and I walk down a dark alley, you know, and you start following me, and I hide behind a dumpster or something. You come back there just to harass me, and I, you know, I break a person's skull in with a brick and don't say anything, and it doesn't bother me. What happens then? You know, is there somebody else watching? Or are they going to all of a sudden now come after me to lock me up because I did something wrong? But nobody's going to say anything about the conditions that got you there. You know, and, and it doesn't even have to be a TI situation. You see people out there who are losing it or they decide, well, you know, it's time for me not to be be the victim of the predator, but it's time for me to turn into the predator. And um, there's a lot of people out there snapping and it could be a similar situation, but the news won't report that. They'll keep that part out and they'll make you seem like you're crazy or something, you know? Yeah, that's one. I called the police when it first started happening. And I told the police officer about, um, I says, uh, well, there's some Hispanics or I don't know what. I know they're just foreigners who live next door. And I said, they've been following me. They've been harassing me. And I just want to be left alone. And he says, well, I'll talk to them and they'll leave you alone. But he was a foreigner. And um, so I said, well, maybe it's just these people. So he goes and knocks on the door, and and he, then he goes back to his car. They weren't home. And he goes, well, if you have any more problems, call me. Call call back. Call the police department. And um, he didn't take any paper, no notes or or anything. To, he, he never took my complaint down or anything. And um, I'm told or I've heard um, uh, watching on YouTube that there's a police officer who told uh, because they wanted him to harass people and he wouldn't do it. So now they're stalking and harassing him. And he says that a lot of the police officers are in on it. They go along with because they get funding from this, this these people who give the money out to have people stopped. Um, this organization um, is is um, has something to do with the Masons, Freemasons, or uh, or uh, you know uh, community watch uh, places. They give them money uh, through the government for you know your neighborhood, and it's supposed to go to stop crime. So they they consider you if you're a TI, you're you're a part of this program. You're supposed to be, you know, uh, you know, a person is considered to be a lawbreaker or something. And I I I just got a ticket after 17 years. Uh, I think it was a year and a half ago. And so I, I haven't done anything. I don't have a record. I've never been in trouble. So um, the only thing I can think of is the thing that they say that. You know, I'm supposed to be a whistleblower. So they say they do it to people who, who are whistleblowers, you know. And, and uh, Evidently, you were a whistleblower, and it, what you shared, you know, whatever it was, helped to bring somebody down. That's that's pretty much what I'm seeing here. You know, people whistleblow all the time, but without any results. They take a shot in the dark, and that's it. But maybe you're not aware of maybe you whistleblowed on somebody, and, and, and took them down. So, well, you know, they have been debtors to come at you, but to what end? I mean, when does it stop? Well, they say that they um they it's a it's a um secret takedown program and um they want you gone. They they want you without 
touching you. It's called no hands torture is mm. what I'm told. And they, they torture you any way possible, anything that they can do. And whoever this person must have told them, you know, she's not gone yet. You know, I want her, you know, because it just seems like every week it gets worse and worse. Mm. This, um, this, this stalking situation gets worse and worse. I mean, the tossing carts at me in the grocery store. Um, people I don't even know following me in cars, red and white cars. And I'm like, whoever's doing this has a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. 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 You know, I, but, you know, me, I, I listen to this and, and I'm stupid. I'm nuts. I, I'll become a predator real quick and a very aggressive one when I can see. I'm not telling you to do that, but it's like. Nah, nah, nah. You want to play games? You're going to be hungry faster than me. Your car is going to run out of gas faster than me. You're going to have to go to the bathroom, you know, before me. And if not, I will drop my drawers next to my car. Look, you did not and go. Now it's your turn because I know you ate something earlier. I'm stupid that way. So I'm always prepared. <laughs> I'm cut from a different cloth because of my experiences. But no, I have no shame. So let's just boogie. You know what I mean? Um, you know, they say sometimes with the computers that, you know, they can look at the cams on your computer. So if you want to upload pictures of yeah. me naked and farting, fine. You know, I'm going to find you and <laughs> do the same thing back to you. Don't count on me to have shame. I only have shame for the people that I love in my inner circle. You know what I mean? So I, I, I wouldn't yeah. want to embarrass them, but you can't shame me, you know? Um, right. And if you put your hands on me, it's a whole different story. I'm taking you out. And I'm not calling any police. I'm gonna lay you, let you lay there in your blood, and just just bleed out. You know, I'm at that point in my life well, right now, and I'll go home well, and you, have a nice evening and go have a nice deep sleep. Go ahead, sister. Yeah, yes, you 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 just really just opened my eyes to something I never thought about. This person that I told on maybe did something because um, I did report them. Uh, you're paying hundreds of dollars in medical bills, and then you go somewhere and they talking to you crazy. I'm like, this is not, uh, you're not gonna be talking to me crazy. And I mean, it's very expensive to go to the doctor anymore. They want to take this test, they want to take that test, and the insurance yeah. companies know that they're they're doing this, so they're only gonna pay so much. You know, it, and I'm like, no. It's frightening. It's really frightening to get an ache of pain. And then when you're on a job, you know, they give you hell, you know, for taking off. And it's just not the way it used to be back in the day. Now, you can no. be bleeding out on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a gurney and they're asking you, you know, about your insurance. What, what happened to that doctor's oath where they're supposed to take care of everybody? But they do, but they'll wheel you out in the hallway and make you wait. And the person who has a super du duper insurance, it's like, okay, bring them on in. So technically they took care of you, but really they're not giving mm -hmm. you the best of care. And um, it makes me wonder, and it's, uh, let me, don't even start on that one about hospitals and stolen organs and, and, and just that whole thing, you know, the favoritism and, you know, what they're doing to our, our, our youth and with the shootings out here, you know, how they never want to shoot you in the body, but they'll shoot you in the head and have these drive-bys. And is it really us who are shooting each other? You know, they have these guys that put these masks on that look like yeah, us and, and they'll shoot us up. They always shoot us up in the head. And we think, 
oh, it's just another gang-related situation, and, and that's it. So, you know, there's a lot of deception going on in the world, and that's why more and more I choose to stay inside, not because I'm scared, Me too. but I have a couple plans Thank up you. my sleeve, and until then, I'm just going to stay inside. But when I come out, know that my eye is wide open, and I'm going to see whatever it is, and if I don't know you, um, you know, aside from stuff like I do online, because pretty much I'm safe there. But if I don't know you and you approach me, you know, my, my whole total, my, my, my scope and all of my radar is at full blast. Trust me. Well, I heard um, one T.I. say that they'll tell them that you are some kind of a, a criminal and you're under a, a secret indictment. You know, that's how they get the neighbors um, against you. They tell your neighbors uh stuff like that because when we first moved here I never had any problem with that and then all of a sudden now the neighbors are uh, they they come outside when I'm out there they make loud noises they call it um uh, uh I can't think of it right now is is uh uh noise pollution they'll just start making a bunch of noise to make you go in the house they they don't want you to come outside uh, go to the mailbox, they'll ride past and skid rubber, you know, just, and uh, we were riding in the car, um, I think it was last week, uh, the day after Thanksgiving, and an ambulance waited until uh, we got at the light, and then the light was getting ready to change. Well, all of a sudden, he <laughs> turns on his thing, and he's standing right in front of us, and he almost caused us to run right into him. Wow. And I know that that was a setup because I've heard other TIs say that they'll try to run you uh, off the highway. They'll try to, um, you know, make you have accidents. I've even heard other TIs say they've had several accidents. You know, they it's just the, the horrible things that they do to TIs is just absolutely, you know, that's why a whole lot of TIs, you know, are, you know, in mental hospitals and things because – the, the uh, targeting that they do to you is just, you know, it's overwhelming sometimes. And, uh, they, and they do it to people who don't have a lot of family, I'm told, a lot of, who are around a lot of people. Because um, I live in Ohio, and most of my relatives live in the South. So, um, you know, it's just like mostly immediate family, you know, and a couple cousins you know, and a, and a couple sister-in-laws, you know, my parents are dead, passed away, and it's just not a whole lot of us around. So, you know, they do it mostly to people who don't have a lot of family, I'm told. And um, I'm just, uh, I, I, I pray a lot, and I'm, I'm just believing some kind of way that um, this is going to be able to come to an end because, um it's, it's absolutely horrible. It's absolutely terrible. Exactly. And um, uh, I'm, 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 I'm glad that I called because you did say something that I didn't think about that this telling on that person could have t- taken that person down. And uh, But I had to speak out because um, you can't uh, just keep charging people a bunch of money for a service and then you're treating them any kind of way. I'm not going. I'm not going to tolerate that. You know. So some people may would tolerate. 
may may tolerate it, but I wasn't going to tolerate it. I mean, I let it go, uh, you know, for a couple times, and then she goes, listen, when I'm on the phone wait, uh, t- waiting on other customers, you don't just stand there looking. I mean, I was standing there because I was waiting to get her attention. You go have a seat, and, and when I'm finished, I'll get with you. Wow. I'm like, I-, I don't know who you think you're talking to. <laughs> That's what wow. I said. Wow. You know, she, she's, um, the you kind of person, she's the kind of person that I have somebody else give a candy ball laced with X-Lax while I go into the bathroom and steal the toilet paper. <laughs> and I'm devious when I want to be. <laughs> and quite aggressive in a diabolical way. So you know, and I'm not, I just wanted to make you laugh, but it, it's it's when people are nasty with me that way, they will find themselves in certain situations with me. I mean, it's not worth getting in trouble or doing something uh, illegal or whatever, but sometimes you have to go into that gray area and um, harass them right on back. You harass me, you're going to feel it back. It's like in boxing. You hit me with a low blow, I'm not complaining to the referee. When he's not looking, I'm going to hit you with one twice as hard. Now we're even. If you want to keep going, let's just mess up our future generations and just now we're just hitting each other between the legs. Uh, you know, I'm at a point in life now when I've seen so many people who are so bold to do things to other people just knowing that they're not going to have any consequences. Well, it's a game for me now. You come at me the wrong way, I'm going to make sure you feel it. And I'm right. going to do it in a very effective way. I'm just saying you have to have that mindset because on the surface, it's it's the harassment, but below it all, it's a spiritual battle, a spiritual warfare. Right. And you have something about you that they don't like. It's more than just, well, you did a little whistle blowing and that's it. It's something more than that. And, and like I said, you have a right to defend it. You know, you being a good person, you have a right to defend it. Don't let these demons run you down. Run them back to the pits of hell, uh, tired and fatigued and saying, wow, we don't want to do this job no more because this person's crazy. Well, it's been um, told to me by several sources that when you care about how you look, you keep your hair done, you know, you're just decent and all that, they want you stinky, crusty, nasty, you know, and all that. And when you care about how you look and you, and you go out the house and you're looking decent, nice and everything, um, you know, some of these people from these other countries, they resent um, African-American people who keep themselves up. And um, I've been told this by other people. That, um, they're telling me, well, I think that maybe they're mad because, you know, you, you care about how you look and you don't look all crusty and nasty and all that kind of stuff. So I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not, but um I just always been the type of person, even when I was a little girl, my mom was like, you're not going out the house unless your hair is combed. And that's just how I am. I don't go out the house looking any kind of way. I don't care exactly. if I'm going around the corner to the store. If I check the and, mailbox um, and go to the garbage can, I got to be right. I, I can't. It's just, I'm the right. same way too. And, and that, that that is something that's lost these days. And people will resent you just for that because they're unkempt and they don't want to take care of themselves. I mean, you'd be surprised how how people just don't take care of themselves and they expect you to have the same low standards. And if you do have a higher standard, which really shouldn't really be a higher standard, it should be the norm to want to take care of yourself and wash your backside before you go outside. But because right. they're living so low, they want to make it seem like you you have your nose up in the air and your backside on your shoulders. No, it's, 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 it's something twisted in this time. 2018 has been a big disappointment. I'm not saying just this one year, when I think back to mm-hmm. the to the 70s and the 80s and 
that trajectory of where we are now as as people and mm-hmm. as a society, the standards mm-hmm. are so low that it, it's 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 normal to be subpar. You're you absolutely I mean? right. You're absolutely right. Who do you right. think you are? You get your hair done, you're clean, and you're, they can't find flaws. They only feel good about you or like you when they can find flaws in you. Oh, yeah, look at her. Uh, her toenails ain't done. Look at her. Her breath stank. Yeah. When, they can't find it, when they can't find it, now you're the problem because now they have to look back at themselves and realize how nasty they are. You know what I mean? And I yeah. can't carry myself that way. You know? Right. I think that I think that they truly. I mean, several people have told me that, and I think they resent um, people who care uh, about the way that they look. And I also wanted to bring up the situation, but um, I was on looking on um, the internet, and um, they had um, TIs on there. And um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the lady. Um, her she has a thing that's called God is our helper. And um, she has, she's a TI, mm-hmm. and um, they were saying that um, there's people out there saying that they're TIs and they're really not T- TIs. There are a lot of them out there. Given... Yeah. See, mm-hmm. by you talking to me about your experiences, it's going to bring a whole lot of other people um, to me because, they, you know, they'll, they'll hear it and they'll be off the rocker, you know. You, you you don't sound crazy to me. You, you're speaking with sense. But I had one guy call me, and he he was off the chain. And I get a lot of calls like that. And sometimes I have to wonder if I'm targeted some way, you know, on that level, because I know I'm monitored personally because of the things you're that I talk us. about. You know, but definitely. And, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I at this point, I, I have to say, I'd be very disappointed if I'm not on somebody's list after all the hard work I put in, you know, <laughs> let me create a ripple effect to make a change in somebody's life. And let me step on a few toes that would go after other people. You know, that being said, I'm quite sure that, you know, some things that have happened to me are along those lines. I don't know how deep it goes, because like I said, I have a predator mentality. So whoever comes at me better be, better be pretty, pretty strong in their uh, belief to come after me or try to harass me. Because I'm stupid like that. <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, men have a different way of looking at things. And because I've also heard that a lot of the TIs are female. There's mm-hmm. um, more female TIs than there are male. And that's because they know they're not going to be messing with no brother or something. <laughs> they know they, they'll get shot because I'm told they have to find papers. And they start, especially if they get around me and they start to hear the theme from Shaft, they better run. I'm old school. I'm coming after you. Yeah, I'm told that um, there are a lot of female uh, TIs more so than males because they know that um, a male is only going to take so much. <laughs> and um, they're like, yeah, you might get me, but I'm taking as many of you out as I can, you know, get. So... I I I've noticed that um yeah they are they're they're pretty bold and I don't understand um why someone would want to try to pretend to be a TI. I don't understand it's miserable. You have some people now you have some people that I've spoken to people who they're really they're really not here. They're really not all here because there's a fine line because 
most people who are going through it may sound like a nutcase to a person who's not going through it and doesn't understand. But then you have these other ones who they want to portray this because it feeds into the state of mind they're in, you know, and they may not be mm-hmm. right in the head. So now this gives them an identity now. So now they'll hijack what's going on real for you, for them, and they act that way because now they, they really are delusional and seeing things. And every normal situation is it, they'll find some way to be paranoid about it and blow it up out of proportion. Now, I'm not saying you, but there are mm-hmm. other people out there who they have come at me with some off the rocker stuff. There's a lot of people who have come at me who I would not even broadcast that show because it's like I'm sitting here in a mental ward talking to people, you know. Um, yeah, I've heard I, I, some of I recently, them. I recently had somebody who I interviewed uh, once or twice and, you know, occasionally, you know, kept in contact with on Facebook. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I cover a lot of issues, but my core mm-hmm. uh, 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 focus is on black empowerment. I'm not a kill mm-hmm. whitey type of guy. You know, I, I, I understand we have to work along in the system and I'm going to stand up and speak the truth bold, but I'm not going to cower, Why? you know, um, and this individual, I guess, wrong. They, you know, they, they don't like speaking against whoever was wrong. Say what again? you're saying. Right, right. Exactly. You're and was wrong. I don't right. fear. So, you know, right. I, I had a, a message thrown out that I was going to be exposed because I'm, I'm I'm in the CIA. And I'm like, really? If I'm in the CIA, they better be paying me real good because <laughs> I'm a bus driver. And there's times I don't want to go to work. And there's times where I have to cut corners and don't have enough money to do what right. I do. So if I am in the CIA, well, they better give me a raise because I'm not going to be there too long. You know what I mean? But there are people out here who when you realize it, you may think that they're okay and they're not okay mentally. And no. every other every other week with them is a major conspiracy. I mean, you're talking on one level and I understand that because that's that subtle harassment that is a constant and is more effective like Why? Chinese water torture. But there's some people who are like, Why? you know, I was kidnapped by Donald Trump and I was on Air Force One and, and they put me on a spaceship and they, oh, they took wow. me to the moon and, and they kidnapped my daughter, these rich people in the Middle East or whatever. And it's like, it's always, come on now. You're going to be after a while now on that level, but you can't prove it. You know, alien spaceships descended right. on and came and took you back in time and you sat down and drank coffee with Jesus at an old Starbucks. I mean, <laughs> when, when does it end? You know, I mean, okay, that's loony. That's loony tunes. So when you ignore those people who really want to use your platform for their buffoonery and their craziness, they get mad at you now, you know. And, and... Well, what? Yeah, I was say it again. Say, what about the TIs? Have you heard some of the TIs say that, that they have um, uh, implants in their head? And Yes, 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 um, yes. I believe this one said that, that same I, thing too. And I don't doubt it. Let me tell you something that's really funny I that don't. made me think. Because, um, I don't doubt it. Because yesterday... I had to go through, you know, the airport and we had to go through our checks and I had to walk through where they check uh-huh. for the metal detectors and stuff like that. But the funny thing is that when I took, you know, all of my electronics, because I brought, brought a few things uh, with me, well, I brought a whole lot with me to continue my work, even when I'm traveling, microphones and different things, as the occasion would come up. Um, I left all that in the bag. I emptied my pockets, took any, well, I didn't wear any jewelry. I don't like to wear jewelry and travel. I have to take it off or anything. I'm not a jewelry guy anyway, but I had everything off the belt, the shoes, everything, no metal. And when I went through, 
the metal detector went off. And I was like, wait oh a second. I don't hear so so now, you know, um the uh what do they call it? TSR, TTR, TTR, yeah. TTR. Sure. Yeah. Well the guy was kind mm-hmm. of cool about it. He says, Well, maybe you forgot something in your pocket. Just let me see and whatever and walk through again. So I emptied my pockets and everything. So it, it went off, but it went off in a certain way. It didn't go off where it's like bam, bam, bam. It didn't yeah, even light yeah. up. He, he he saw that it went off in a special way. So he said, listen, we can go in the back room or we can do it right here. He says, but I'm going to have to check around your crotch area. I'm going to have to check around your backside. You know, and I guess it's very important because people can hide things in those areas, yeah. obviously, right? I've I had said, that done to me before. Yeah. So I told him, I said, listen, <laughs> I said, I have no shame. If you want me to drop my drawers right here, I will do it to show you. He said, oh, no, 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 no. You know, um, you have to do that. I said, well, whatever you need to do, go ahead and do it, man, because I don't have anything on me. So he checked and he had to brush by and touch certain areas, which because I know how the world is today, I had no problem with that. He wasn't trying to hit on me or whatever. And he saw that I didn't have anything on me. And he had a befuddled look on his face like there's something on you. So I said to myself, did my doctor have me chipped? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you never some, know. Yeah, because I don't have anything in me, but you never know down through the years. And I've been talking this stuff online for many years. So it makes me wonder now. I have to think back and I have to really, and it came as a surprise to him, but he looked shocked. Like, I don't see anything there, but there's definitely something there. So he he um he wrote something on a piece of paper and he he put it in this little machine or whatever. So he said, okay, you can go ahead. It's no problem. And I was like, well, okay, you tell me I can go ahead. I'm glad about that. But what in the heck was this thing? You know, uh, what was making the thing ring off like that? Because I had not even, because I said, is it is it the button on my jeans? He said, no, 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 that's too small to set the thing off. He said, you know, it's just something, but it's okay. Well, no, it's not okay. Because if it's something, I could go on the plane and do something, but Evidently, you kind of have an idea of what people like me have in me if there's something in me. And what was up with the piece of paper? So, you know, you never know. You never know. There's a lady on YouTube who said that um, she had camera in her eyes and she took her phone and put it up. And you could look and you could actually see it. And she had a scar across her eye, top of her eye. And she had metal in, in her neck and around her uh, her chin, and uh, she said that she believed that um, it's been put in her when she was a kid, and she grew up as a T.I., and I've heard a lot of other T.I.s say that. Um, I don't have that testimony. I don't know if anything happened to me when I was a kid. I can't say it did or it didn't. All I know is it's going, it's happening now, and... Um, I just want, I want my life back. Right. I want my life back. I want to be able to go where I want to go without being harassed. I want to do the things that I used to do without being harassed. And I don't know. I've heard some people say this is the beginning um, of what's supposed to be happening as far as the mark of the beast. And um, we're in the beginning stages. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, know, you, know, you speak about the harassment, but l- let's focus on that um, as far as your life is concerned, because going back to total freedom, well, these days it's the illusion of freedom. 
because we're all low jacked. If you have a smartphone, you're low jacking yourself, meaning low jack with the little thing that they put in the cars to track it. Um, our movements, it's just like when I was out of, out of state and we got a rental vehicle and we connect our cell phone to it um, so that we can use uh, the directions with either, either Waze or the Google direction with the car where you could see everything on the screen. So I had a thought to myself, I said, by, by me plugging this into the car so it can, you know, tell me, you know, over the speakers where to go. So I don't have to look at everything. Are they taking the information on my phone? Are they taking the pictures on my phone? Are they taking the numbers on my phone? You know, so little simple that. ways that we think are innocent that we trust. Our information is just all over the place. They can just pull up. I mean, the transactions of where we go. It's like when I came out of the mall. And it was in Lexington, Kentucky, huge mall there, not very nice mall. There's just something to do and see because I'm not a mall person, but we forgot where we parked and something popped up on my phone to say, here, push this button and we can direct you to where you parked. Well, how do you know that I parked where I parked? I didn't sign up for anything. It was crazy. So yeah. it worked. It showed me a little moving blue ball in a map to show me where I was getting closer. And lo and behold, it was right there. Nice technology, but why are they giving us so much right now? They give us WhatsApp. Years ago, you used to have these phone cards to call out of the country. That business has been destroyed because we have WhatsApp now. We can call people just like they're around the corner if they're in another country. Isn't that something? So those are being logged in and listened to. You know, the government, the oh powers that be, the shadow government, they've given this stuff and we eat it up readily, but we're telling on ourselves, but yet and still we'll pull the Venetian blinds on a window saying, we don't want anybody in our business. Well, they're already there. They can look through your cam on your computer. Yeah. If if a person wants to do that, you're walking around the house half naked, you know, they can see that. People say, well, put tape over the I heard that, but I didn't believe it. Oh my God. It's true. Look, you got to understand if they hand us this technology of smartphones and they kind of handed it to us really quick. When you really look at, let's go back and really look at the last, may I say it, 70 years or, or actually 80 years. Let's go back almost to 1940, 1938, 40, 80 years since 2018. Let's just say 1940. Look how much has changed in our society as far as gadgetry and these amenities and at first you know tv was a nice thing and uh, but this stuff has been turned around on us in a very sinister manner because i i've always been one to remember all kind of phone numbers in my head you you yell the name to me i'm telling you the number i'm not going to say i can't remember but i don't remember as much as i used to this is almost like to the point where you plug a cell phone in to your charge cord Go to sleep saying, okay, it's a low charge. By the time I wake up, I'm going to have a full charge. And then you wake up in the morning and realize that the charge cord was not plugged into the wall. So it's like we're siphoning siphoning out our knowledge now, and we've become so and dependent on it. Back. Yeah. I, and I the have phone a, jumping on and off. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. How is it now? <laughs> yeah, right? They right, say right. when you're Yeah. Yeah. How is it now? Yeah. Is it good now? Uh, my, well, no, they no. I'm saying that they say that 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 you're being tracked through your phone when your phone 
you know, it, oh, oh, it turns oh, oh. on by oh, I thought itself. you couldn't hear me right now. That's what I was saying. No, 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 no. That's, that's how you can tell that, 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 that your phone is being hacked. And also, um, there's helicopters always over my house, and I heard them say that they're tracking you um, by, the hel- by helicopters. I mean, they're always over the house. Well, you know, that's funny because so, I had that happen to me in a really, really, really uh, brazen way. Maybe about maybe three, four months ago. I can't remember. They'll remember. But it was the late morning going up near noon. And I always try if I'm home to go out and be under the sun at 12 noon. I'm just big on that sunlight. And um, all of a sudden I hear a helicopter. And I said to myself, well, every now and then somebody does something. And there's a helicopter tracking somebody and looking for them, right? You know, uh, looking for a person who did a crime. So all of a sudden, you know, I hear this helicopter and I see it far away and it starts turning in my direction this is a bright beautiful morning late morning near noon not a cloud in the sky and i'm in my yard which you is might be a ti and don't know it well you know <laughs> what I, exactly you, you, you never know but i'm so nuts that they won't get too close to me you know what i mean you know because i'll throw a brick at you real quick but all of a sudden this helicopter came face dead on and i mean it was up in the air but it came down to about, I would say, 25 feet, just just, just below the height of a telephone pole. There were no wires there. And they came and hovered from me about that height. And the helicopter was tilted down so I can see the police officers in this helicopter. And they hovered oh, yeah. right there. And they were only oh, yeah. 20 feet away from me. Now... The noise of the helicopter and the way it seemed as though it was going to crash into the house, that startled me. But I was going to front. I was, you are not going to see me show any fear. So I'm looking right at them. They're looking at me. And this thing is loud. And I'm thinking like, the cops coming to me like that? And so for about a long 20 seconds, they hovered right there, staring at me. I'm staring at them. And then they turned, but they didn't turn around. They backed straight up. For about half a block, turned around and went off into this. They were giving me a message, and I gave oh, them one yeah. right back. You just gonna have they to know what me. You're doing. <laughs> they know what you're doing. They know what we're doing at all times. That's yeah. really awful. And I'm not crazy. Well, That's, that, that, that happened. You know, it's crazy. It's really crazy. And um, I appreciate being able to talk to you because um. You really um, opened my eyes to a lot of things that I didn't really think about, and it's really hard when you're a top TI. I mean, there were some people who I thought was my friend, and I started telling them what was going on, and um, they don't want to talk to me anymore. They don't, you know, they don't call. They don't text anything. It's, I don't know if they're scared it's going to start happening to them. Well, I mean, you know, things have happened to me. And I'm, I'm very vocal about it. I've had supernatural things happen to me. I had things questionable on that targeted level happen to me. I talk about everything that happens to me. If, if a person wants to think I'm crazy or when I start talking, start humming the themes in the Twilight Zone, then so be it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't care. You know, we, we, we live our lives and we have to be bold in speaking out in what we go through because you know what? For every person who is like yourself, who is bold to speak up on what you've gone through, there's a gazillion others who are afraid to do so because they're afraid of what people are going to say. And we can't live like that. We can't live in a way, no matter what it is that you do, you can't be afraid of what people are going to say 
when you are having this real experience. It's pretty much that factor in my mind that takes the same person into an insane state because they're more worried about what is going to happen. And when pe people find out that they're speaking this way and do they think I'm crazy and, and, and how do I, we start to crumble. You know, we, we start to crumble from within and I'm not doing it. I can't stand a bully. I can't. I'm, even when exactly. I was a kid, I couldn't stand seeing other kids being bullied. I would always go and tell an adult. I'd always tell on them some kind of way. And maybe that's embedded in me that telling, I will tell it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I will, I will tell it. If I see some, something that's wrong, I was I was brought up like that. My mom would always tell us. If you see somebody, you know, that's beating up on somebody, make sure you go tell. You know, if you see somebody that's doing something, you know, that's, um, you know, really uh, going to cause harm or hurt to somebody, tell. That's right. And, uh, that's right. And even me, if I saw, and, and I did, I spoke up. Um, I might let it go once or twice, but if, you know, they just keep, I'm going to say something. I'm not going to just be. Um, you know, treated. Uh, I treat uh, treat people right, and I want to be treated right. But you know course. the golden rule. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do unto others. Uh, I believe in that. That's right. And see, see, for these predators that way, that's the m most beautiful golden rule. You know, like I said, they're trying to follow follow you. I'm following you back. You know. <laughs> If you come into the urinal in the bathroom next to me and I know you follow me, I might just, you know, wet you up a little bit and piss you off. You know what I mean? <laughs> have you running out of crazy? Man, this guy peed on me. You know what I mean? No, I, I have no limits. Not at this point. You know, I, I'm like that old uncle at the at the family reunion who just tells everybody secrets. So <laughs> everybody wants to, they, they don't want to leave because they want to hear something else, but they're mad because I told on them. You know, uh -uh. Well, I, I have no time to be superficial and to, um, I just got to be real. I've always been that way, but I really have to be real from this point on in my life because I'm getting older. You know, we're dropping down left and right. Hopefully I have a long time left on this earth and I do believe I will, but I'm not going to have to jump through somebody else's hoops or somebody else's hierarchy and make myself mm -hmm. uncomfortable wearing tight shoes to make somebody else happy. No, I've got to be comfortable. i got to live a happy life. And I'm not going to let anybody encroach on that. Well, you have to enjoy. Um, life is hard enough. So you have to enjoy um, life as much as possible, um, you know, the best way that you possibly can enjoy it. And you shouldn't allow, none of us should allow anybody. I, I just got this in me. No one's going to tell me uh, where I can and where I can't go. Um, what I can and can't do, especially if I'm not breaking the law. And uh, too many people died uh, that I had that right. And um, I know my rights. And I'm ho hopefully someone who I've talked to about what, you know, I'm going through. Um, if they go through it, they, will, they can learn from um, some of the things that I've had to go through. I mean, I took my phone. I got up early in the morning, around 6 o'clock in the morning, and I took pictures of some of the people in the neighborhood's cars and license tag numbers, the ones who've been harassing me. And um, uh, one guy, I guess he got up early and he saw me, and I didn't run. I walked 
you know, while I was doing it, and he seemed to get mad. And I, I mean, that next week the targeting targeting was terrible. That was the mm-hmm. week that the ambulance uh, tried to make us run in. So it, it made him mad. But I'm like, you know, you're doing all this stuff to me, and you expect me not to retaliate in any way. Uh, uh-uh, uh, it don't work that way. That's right. You know, right. I, 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 I have to fight back some kind of way. <laughs> so that was my way. Yes. And I do appreciate you for sharing. Um, Thank you. One in a million. Uh-uh. And you're not crazy. And you will win uh-uh. at the end. Just hold strong. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and lots of times it's going to feel very much like you're alone. Even if you have someone in your life, like you have your husband or other family members or anybody you can trust, it's going to come a point where you will be walking alone. You're going to feel that way. Don't even be afraid of that. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other and knowing that this day will pass. This day will be a memory. All the harassment will be a memory and keep your spirit up because at the end of the day, it's you who has to keep yourself up and keep connected to the real creator. These religious fools running around here who are just caught up in religion and not true spirituality, even they can't. Oh, uh, my God. You really said a lot right there. I'm finding that out about that church, and I think I've I've, I've uh, spent my last Sunday there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not going to keep, uh, right. you know, right. I don't it's, know. What... It's an energy thing. You know, let me tell you something. If you get around people who don't like you or who have some personal vendetta against you or they're just neutral towards you, you don't want to bask in that energy. You got to understand if you take chicken on the stove that is cooked and you have fish in a a pan that's cooked and you put that chicken with the fish and let it sit, that chicken is going to start to look or actually, actually taste like the fish because it's sauteing in that. So... When you're around people who have this negative energy, if you are at 100% and they're at 50%, just being around them for a certain amount of time brings you down and averages you out to 75%. They gained, you lost. Because even though it may be a silent uh, 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 presence around you, they may not talk to you, they may just be looking at you, thinking about you in a bad way. It's something that you have to deal with. It's something that it's an energy pulled from you having to deal. It's almost like the old Star Trek where you had Scotty say, oh, Captain, the dilithium crystals, they're draining. You know, with a spiritual energy, you're human. And, and it can drain mm-hmm. you. So you don't want to be around them people. See, when I know I'm around people who have a bad heart to me and bad mm-hmm. thoughts and are not really in my corner, I can talk to them and even smile with them. And I don't mean it, but I'm talking to smiling because we playing the game. You understand? And in my mind now, I'm not saying I would do this, but I'm thinking in my mind while I look at them or see them, I'm I'm ripping your eyeballs out of my mind. I'm I'm taking a baseball bat and smashing your teeth. And they can feel this energy like this guy's not. He's he, he doesn't seem like he's being drained down because I'm thinking aggressive thoughts of them in my mind and thoughts of the precursor to reality. Now I'm not saying that's what I want to do. Right. But everything that you see in this world is the product of a thought. Somebody thought about it. They didn't produce it right away because they may have made mistakes and went up the wrong road to making it happen. But when you see that car out there, when you see that garbage can out there, when you see that mailbox on somebody's house, somebody took a lot of time to make that happen. They had to perfect it. 
So our thoughts are very powerful. Never let anybody get in your mind and get in your head. And that's the reason why they do this on that physical uh, uh, targeting level, gang stalking, and on the spiritual level where you're home sleeping and people are sending energy to, to you. We are energy. And we, you know, most of the religious community just can't grasp that. Oh, so-and-so's dead and gone. Well, their body may have uh, gone back to the earth, but the energy that drove them is still there. It's it's somewhere. So do do you cry when you see your husband's car uh, 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 parked and you say, well, you know, your, the, your husband's car is not your husband. It's the vehicle that took him around. He got out the vehicle. You understand? He, he is the energy that drove the vehicle. So you don't cry when you don't see him in the vehicle. The, the vehicle is not moving, so he must be dead. No, the energy is transferred. And it's the same thing. On It's an active thing in life. We have the transfer of a lot of energy. We, we, we can pray. Mm -hmm. That's energy. But you have some people mm -hmm. who pray, P-R-A-Y, and you have others who P-R-E-Y. You're sleeping, having nightmares. I don't think they want us there. I think they're trying to tell us in every way that they're believing whatever is being said. And I think instead of they can't tell us that they don't want us there. So by them, the targeting, I think that's kind of like a, a um, some kind of a sign language, you know, uh, saying we don't want, we don't really want you here. And and uh, my husband, he can't pick up on that. Uh, yeah. You know, he he can't he can't really see that, but I see it. I see it because it's mostly directed at me more so than him. Right. I mean, I believe he's being targeted because I'm told when you're a target, your family, your whole family is targeted. Yeah, yeah. So, and they would love to turn family members against you also, even though they're targeted also. You understand? Oh, they, yeah. They, they, they love the inner confusion. They love to cause confusion. They love to drop seeds. This is how they do. And even people can be Have working for these people. The gift cards? Have you heard about the gift cards? I heard that these the, the people whoever um have have you stopped they they pay the people in gift cards they give them two three four and five hundred dollar gift cards and also they give them an expense account where they can go and, and uh, if you go to a restaurant and they're stalking you they just write down write it down and they'll pay for their food wow yeah, and um, I had forgot about it, but there was a friend of ours years ago had got laid off from his job, and he had lost his house, and he was about to lose his car. And, he, and the only job he could find, a friend told him, and he said, what was the job? And he said, stalking people. But I had forgot all about it. And uh, it came to my mind one day. He said, and, and I remember he came over, and he said, I hate this job, but they pay really good money. And I said, you, you you still working that job stalking people? And he said, yeah. He said, but a guy put his uh, hands around my neck and choked me. He was jumped from behind a, a, a school when I was following <laughs> him and said, I, <laughs> that he said I'll laugh. kill you. That's funny. <laughs> I, that that might have been he me. Said, <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> he said, I'll kill you following me. And uh, I, I had forgot all about it. 
And um and I heard one of the TI say that if you look on one of the job uh sites you'll see on there that they'll say wanted uh people for stock gang stocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually a job. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I look and it really does. I mean it's blow it blow it's blowing my mind. I'm like, you know, they say that the state is actually paying people you're considered, you know, when you're put on this list, an enemy of the state. Wow, and I just I had never heard anything like this in my life. Now I I I feel that I did the right thing by reporting, but I may not have done it if I had known <laughs> that I was gonna have to go through all this. I might have thought about well, whoever it. Whoever it twice. is a whole heck of a lot of money. Oh yeah, um someone said they have they have like uh millions, millions of dollars that that's put into this fund is supposed to be to help uh deter people from you know, crime, people, you know, we're considered you know, if you're a TI, you're considered, you know, to be, you know, an enemy of the state or whatever. And um uh, this money that they're given, you know, it, it it's a lot of money. I mean, the fake staging, I mean, the stuff that they do, people walking past you with red shirts on, you know, just any old crazy. And I'm like, do they think actually think that somebody walking past me with a red shirt is going to bother me? It's supposed to be some kind of programming. And then you look around and there's a person in a red car and then they're, they're um, taking their lights and they're flashing their, their bright lights at you when you're, when you're going down the street, you know, a red car, a black car, and a white car, a red car, a black car, and a white car. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, it's supposed to be some kind of mind control. Yeah. But if you have a strong mind, it can't get to you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, I remember years ago up in New York City, I was much younger before I even drove, I was coming from the subway, and there was a person who I saw from a far distance, they were walking down the street toward my way and it was dark, but it was late too. It was like two o'clock in the morning. And um, they were acting normal. I scope people from a distance. As they got about a block away, a short block away, they started acting crazy. I'm like, what are they doing this for? So they started really acting crazy. And I said, they didn't act like that before. I'm not saying I was targeted from back then. I'm just saying that this was a psychological games. Now maybe they could have been crazy. And the medication ran out when I was watching them and they went into crazy mode. But I said, you know, we just all going to be crazy. So I started acting crazy. And there was a big dumpster on the sidewalk on wheels. And as we were walking toward each other, I shoved it into the street screaming. Well, homeboy got uncrazy real quick. He didn't just cross the street. He turned around and ran. So I'm good for reflecting back what comes at me. A person comes at me in a nice way. I'll respond accordingly. You come at me nuts or in a violent way, I can just as quickly. And and I love that. We have to train ourselves to be that way. And people pick victims. People know when they can corner you, when they can get over on you. You know, some of these people who are even uh, a con artist, they're, they're masters of psychology. They're masters of human nature. They're masters at reading body language to know how to meet a woman. And, 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 and in two days, he's driving a car or living with her or spending or using her credit card. It takes, and I'm not saying brilliant like it's good. It's a wicked brilliance, you know, to use those gifts in a bad way. But there are people out here who are gifted that way. And I have to say, I have a deep perception. 
I read into a lot when I see people. Um, I'm not right at the time, but when I get that feeling and can discern somebody, the more on I am, I'm usually never right, wrong with, with my gut feeling, when my spirit tells they me something. They study people's weaknesses. They yeah. study people's weaknesses. They study their um, um, professional oh, yeah. uh, deceivers. And isn't that yeah. satanic? I know I have a lot of female friends that got that have gotten mixed up with professional deceivers. And they go from one woman to the next woman, just soaking all the the woman's resources, you know, because they're weak in the mind. You know, there's some, some females who are just weak in the mind. They don't know how to uh, look at somebody and know. I mean, sometimes people, and not just females, male too, can know that a person is using them, but they're just not strong enough to say, you know, get lost. Right. They just stay in it until the person just just soaks up all their resources and yeah. Well, see, and and this, it, it could be it could be where you know you know this, but they actually are giving you something that you feel you so desperately need. I mean, they could be stroking your ego. Yeah. They could be giving yeah. you companionship and spending lots of time around yeah. you, and you're lonely, and you know you say, okay, you know, I know I'm subsidizing their walk through life right now, but oh boy, it feels so good to have somebody uh, with me, even though I know pretty much they're using me. It's almost like something that Mike Tyson said many well, years I ago. I don't know, because I've never been that type of person. Right, right. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you were, but you know, it, it attacks different people. They, they find the level. But it's something that Mike Tyson yeah. said many years ago that, that was so shockingly true how many men think and women think. Um, yeah. He, he once said that, I don't believe anybody loves me. So when you're around me, just lie to me, tell me you love me, and make me believe that wow. you do. How profound! Wow. I mean, I mean, wow. That, that, I mean, when you really look at that, he's telling you, "Take me for a ride, but make me believe right. it's real." Right. Tell me you love me. Right. Lie to me. He's telling you, lie to me and tell me you love me, and make me believe Don't that people it's want true. Want to believe a lie? You know that's in, even in the Bible. So, right. so people will believe the lie, a lie instead of the truth. Mm. You know, they want to believe, they want to believe a lie, you know, because some people just do not want to know the truth. True. They just don't. True. They'll tell you, don't tell me. <laughs> right, that's so, true. I don't want to know. It, it, it's like that wife yeah. that knows her husband is all over every bedroom in the city. But as long as yeah. he gives her time and lives the illusion with her she'll say the same thing i don't want to know right you know we've been together right. x amount of years yeah. i don't want to dismantle my life if my life is a fraud well let me go on believing a lie because a lie feels so good i don't want to start all over again i don't want to break this up i don't know if i ever get anything close in real life to this illusion so let me live this illusion and 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 and, and die happy on a falsehood that's oh, so that's sad, sad. <laughs> no, I'm telling you for real. It's sad. It really is. It's sad. Give me the real. It's like brainwashing. They're, yeah. they're brainwashed, and they want to be brainwashed. Mm -hmm. That's sad. Mm -hmm. Living in alternate reality. Isn't that something? Without having to take drugs to do it. Some people have to take drugs to escape. Some people be believe and in, in escape into their own delusion. Isn't that something? Their own. They, they might as well put a needle in their arm. Their own lie. They're getting higher on their own lie. 
I know this is a lie, but I'm going to believe this whole thing. You know, the man comes home, baby, yeah. you know, you know, I wouldn't do that to you. Meanwhile, he's got lipstick on his collar, somebody else's perfume on him that didn't come from from, from her uh, uh, personal collection. You know, um, she washes his underwear and sees all kind of stuff other than streaks. You know, so it's right there, the That's evidence. Sad. Yeah. That's yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true because I had a family member who was uh, hooked on drugs really bad. Mm-hmm. And me, uh, me too. <laughs> and they and they got off. He got off. He got off the drugs for a little mm-hmm. while, and then he says, um, "I'm just gonna only go get me one hit." Now he knew good and well <laughs> that, that that was not just no one hit. He was getting ready to relapse. I just exactly. Go get me one hit. I keep dreaming about it. I just want to get it just one time. Well, he's dreaming he about it. He's already he gone. Five years. Wow. He got, a, he got back out there five more years. Had a personal I kept friend. Saying, Don't do that. Don't had a personal friend of the family who who cleaned himself up for many years. And mm-hmm. he confided to me. He says, Well, listen, I've been clean for all of these years, for about 20 something years, but every year on my birthday, I go and do my thing. And he's talking about heroin. Well, one day his birthday came and I was calling him to wish him a happy birthday and he never answered his phone. Come to find out my phone starts blowing up and he OD'd and died. Yeah. A couple of days after he made that confession. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how it is. That's how it is with a a lot of deception. You, You know, you listen to the enemy who is Satan tell you, you know, to do something one one more time and that one more time could be the last time. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Get you through your weakness. That's right. Well, yeah. I appreciate you talking to me. And I appreciate um, you sharing. Most definitely. And um I I have been calling numbers, you know, from you know, I was getting off the internet and stuff and I could never get anybody from I don't understand why all these people have these numbers and stuff and you can't never get anybody. But I was able to get you. This is what I didn't know uh, what time, the right time. I said, well, I'm going to try because I didn't know what if the times varied in different places. And so I just happened <laughs> to try it. Try, I just well, happened to try it. Today. It was definitely it was yeah. definitely divinely ordered because I'll tell you how it works. When you call the show number, I might not. Uh-huh. really be doing a show at that particular time. Um, I, I, I don't do it like I used to do it, uh, where I have it at a set time, but I will be back doing that as my work schedule becomes more stable. Probably in late January, I'll be doing shows like where you know that every day at this particular time, I'm going to be doing it that way. But I do have the show number out there, which you call. Now, here's the beauty of it. I uh, came in from my trip, a little weekend getaway, And for some reason, when I got home, even though I'm real rested, I fell out cold. All of a sudden, I said, let me just get up. And I had my phone in my hand and it popped off. Now, when someone calls my show line, I get an alert. So I was like, wow, I'm I'm up for talking. So I quickly dialed the show number to join in with you. And so this is how the conversation began. So it was really a miracle in a way because God ordained. If I wasn't, yeah, exactly. I could have been sleeping and the thing would ding and I don't hear it. You know, I could have been driving the bus at work 
and the phone completely off. And do, people do call because they'll see old um, YouTube videos that were live, and they're not realizing yeah. that it's not live anymore. So they call the number, but it, it's they 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 get the uh, they get the I intro. Saw, I saw I saw the YouTube video, but I must say this um, before we have to go. Yes. You are one of the best listeners. I watch you on your show, and this one person you was interviewing, he was just talking and talking. You were like, right, 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 right. And then every now and then you say something. <laughs> and I was like, wow, we didn't go to sleep or anything. I was like, wow, he is a really good listener. <laughs> and some people say I talk too I much. So I guess it's the yeah, but but I do I do have a lot of patience. And yeah. You know, when it's something worthwhile. This is I mean, your call. I'm going to encourage you now. Keep okay. on doing what you're doing. This is Thank this is your call in life. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, this is a God thing. It's this a labor of love, thing. and it's Don't... from the heart. It's from the heart. Yeah. Um, I'm not yeah. doing this for popularity. Um, I've never been driven that way. Um, I never did it for attention. I never did it to spice up. In, in otherwise boring life or non-productive, I have a full life, really full life. And sometimes, you know, it, it's just like someone told me before, they said, Lance, do, have you ever realized, or do you ever realize sometimes that you're in a race that you never knew that you were in? Not only that, you're winning the race. So there are people who compete because they want to do this. I'm not, this is how I've always been. You know, YouTube is not going to be here forever and, and SoundCloud and iTunes and, and Instagram. Things evolve. What is a person going to do when it was all about hits and all about attention? My thing is, is if if I didn't have a show and a platform that I evolved into, I would still be talking this way. Anybody who knows me in the different areas and phases and times of my life know that I have not changed. I have always been this way. Now, maybe I was a lot more foolish when I was younger, didn't know as much, but I've always been this way. So this is this is easy work for me and I love it. And I really do thank you for sharing your story. And I do th thank you for taking the time to encourage me also. And I promise you, I'll keep it going until the wheels run off. All righty. Thank you so much. <laughs> you take and care, I, sweetheart. I'm going to keep you, I'm gonna keep you in, in my prayers, and please keep me in yours. Oh, most definitely. You, you stuck with me now. I also have the uh, cell phone number that's there. And I, I don't know if you have a pen, but you can go back to one of the YouTube videos, and it's 407-590-0755. Uh, um, it's everywhere. Um, it ends wait in five. Wait a minute. Four, yeah. 407. Mm -hmm. 590. Five nine zero zero seven five five. So you, you can call it anytime and texts always go through because a lot of times I'm on the run and, and can't really t take the time to open up the voicemail and go down the list and hit the prompts. And, you know, so that way, when you want to talk again and do a, a, a program or even personally, uh -huh. you, you know, reach me that way. Um, and I always okay. get back to you because when I'm because driving the bus, I'm going to. Yeah, go ahead. Let you know. I'm going to let you know because I'm trying to get enough evidence to take to my attorney. Right. Uh, Got you. About, about the neighbors. Mm -hmm. The harassment, the neighborhood harassment. And if you can, so I'll you, let know, you know, invest in a body cam. They, 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 they're expensive and they're less expensive, but a good body cam, 
you can get a lot more done. People are used to, to people now holding up phones and they may withdraw their harassment. But if you have a body cam and you're walking around aloof and acting I'm like, I'm going to get know, one for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah. I'd already thought about it because I got one of those magazines that come to the house that has all this stuff you can order. That's and right. it did. It had a body cam in there and I'm going to order one. I suggest every black because man and woman in this country to, have one. Yeah, they get to getting when they see when they see me taping. Oh yeah, they get to getting they hide their face <laughs> and hide their head. Uh-huh. <laughs> they ain't think about that so, uh, uh, stalking stalking money from the CIA no more, huh? They want to run. Yes, indeed. But yes, sweetheart, you have a wonderful night and um, a pleasure. You. This is the first of many, so make sure to call me back. When you can, we'll okay, set some okay. more I, depth. I will. I will. I'll let you. I'll give. I'll give you a, a update on on um, how everything is working out and how everything is going. And I'm going to feel so much better when I go to sleep tonight because oh. it's really hard not having anybody to talk to about. Oh, this, I understand. You know? I understand. So it, it helps a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you, and you have a wonderful night. You All take right, care. You too. Bye bye. <laughs> right. Bye bye. Bye. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.